today on ABC Devo, don't you know? Hey everybody, welcome back to ABC Devo, the only podcast that goes alphabetically through all of the Devo songs from Fourth Dimension to a Wiggly World. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Joe Maisel. I'm John Ingle. And I'm Tom Taylor. And today, we're talking about the song, Don't You Know. Don't You Know. Um, and it's from uh, Freedom of Choice. We're back to Freedom of Choice. What is this, our second track of Freedom of Choice or our third? Um, There's no way to know. No, we'll yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think Lost it's our the second. Sands of time. The it is our second. Our know. Cold War was the only other Freedom of Choice song oh, we've really? done so far. Yep. That's right. Cold so War. That would be second. So, so here we are. This is a this is a testament to my uh, limited imagination, probably. But every track except for Whip It from Freedom of Choice, I always picture uh, E.G. Daly from Valley Girl dancing to it because there's a scene <laughs> with her with a Devo poster in the background. Nice. Mm. Yeah, that's that's good. Ha- Thank you. Have I talked about my? Uh, my my story about the Devo poster, it's not a very good story, so I don't know why I would have told it, but... <laughs> you make it sound uh, enticing. Hey, hey, save it for the weekend edition. Make them pay for it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so somebody remind me this weekend, Devo poster. Sure. Gotcha. Right. Um, but yeah, don't you know. Um, oh, yeah? This uh, is another song that, even though they say the title a lot in the song, I always forget what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't remember what this was until it started playing. Oh, of course, don't right. you know? Okay, isn't uh, Freedom of Choice kind of like that? And a lot, uh, there's quite a few songs that <laughs> a little bit yeah. don't exactly can't quite understand necessarily what the chorus is or or whatever the key phrase is that they're pulling out for the title. So uh, it's not so prominent in the song that you're just like, oh, obviously that's what this is called. Yeah, and, and Peter well, like Joe is not didn't say it at all. Right. right. And Joe, weren't you saying that you only had, you had like a non-labeled uh, tape or something of this album? Oh, uh, yeah. You no, had to no, make up titles dub, so I made up titles. And most of them were pretty dead on. Uh, the only one that I knew was definitely wrong was I thought Cold War was Tug of War. Although this right. might come up again in the future. Mm. But this mm. Whip It was called Crack That Whip. I'm kidding. I knew the song Whip It. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this song? You knew what this song was called? I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think the only, like, I'm pretty sure I knew it as Don't You Know. Um, it could have been um, Waiting for You. I think mm-hmm. I would have definitely oh. called it Rocket in My mm-hmm. Pocket. Yeah, can. well, to me, that I knew sounds that like... wasn't the name of the song. <laughs> but that sounds like he's saying the name of a song, like the way it comes in and the, the way he hits that lyric. It's like the clearest sounding thing in the whole song, really. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it kind of stands out, and I would have probably, uh, not that I would have wanted it to be called that, mind you. I just uh, think I would have guessed that that might be the uh, the name of the song. And it, Yeah, it's like the and- the first line of the chorus, essentially. Oh, no, it's not, because Don't You Know is the first line of the actual chorus. <laughs> so, again, it's tough, you know, not necessarily a traditional um, song structure. You know, I mean, it mm-hmm. is, but it's, it breaks it a little bit. I don't know, uh, does it? It breaks it a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Because if you if you really think about it, the chorus is in two parts, right? Because uh, Don't You Know... I got a thing that looks for you, right? So that's the beginning mm-hmm. of the chorus. But then I got a rocket in my pocket seems to be the second half of the chorus. 
and then they repeat that again, right? Like so, there's yeah. isn't there kind of only one verse in the song, and then two runs through with the chorus, and it's strange. It's a very odd song, but it's I don't know. It's great. It's Devo. It should be. You know, that's mm-hmm. what they were going for. I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah. Yes. I just want to say my vote for the actual name of the song is "Waiting Round for You" or something like that, because that does seem yeah, like that's it's, what I said. Thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's the last line of that weird section beginning with "Don't you know I got a thing that looks for you?" Yeah. Eh. But the song is actually called "Don't You Know." It is. It is. Don't. That's, let's not confuse the audience. Which, on paper, that's why it came at this part in the alphabet. Yeah. Um, now, we do have a rare treat with uh, this song because it is on Freedom of Choice, and because the fine folks at Bloomsbury Press released uh, the Freedom of Choice thirty-three and a third book. There's actually information available on, our so- on the song, and it's not just us talking out of our ears. Hmm. You know, I bought that book recently, and I don't know where I put it. Like, I got it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, good. I finally got this. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to have so many fun, interesting things to say. And I put it somewhere, and who knows where that is. Pete, don't you, don't you know where this book is? Yeah. Don't you know? I don't know. Don't you know I have a place where books disappear i got a thing that looks for you and the you i'm talking in in the first person of my book yeah (laughs) um and there are a couple of interesting notes one that they uh one that is basically the kind of centerpiece of the article is the similarities thematically to the mega hit police song every breath you take right Mm -hmm. uh in fact mark apparently was quoted as saying sting did the pretty version hmm Um, that, this is this predates that by a uh, two, by a two or three years. years? Yeah, yeah. Three, mm-hmm. I think three years. Yeah, because that's uh, is it synchronicity that 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 song's on? I think it yeah, was 80, so. eighty three. I'm pretty sure. Sting that hack. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. also, <clears throat> and also, in terms of its odd structure, uh, Jerry Jerry says Mark would once in a while just rush off a di- rush off a ditty. Like on the Hardcore Devo <laughs> songs, there's one called Goo Witch, The Day My Baby Gave Me a Surprise. Uh, Don't You Know comes from that universe. Hmm. But of course, he's talking about his penis. Direct quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was hoping, you know, you kind of hope that they'd be a little bit more vague about that, if that's what they're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, but and, it, and it's relatively vague for a while. And then he says, I got a rocket in my pocket, and that's over. Then obviousness comes rushing in. <laughs> like a gust of wind, um, yeah. yeah. It's it, then it becomes plugs and sockets and yeah. rockets and uh, real obvious like imagery. So yes, he is clearly talking about his penis. But um, the thing is, that's like uh, first of all, I want to credit that quote because I don't know if you've ever heard one of I think the enemies of songwriting, Jim Steinman, uh, ever talk about his songs. Because with him, it'll be like, oh, it's a big, mysterious ditty that came when I had a dream about a vampire. Like, I like, <laughs> yeah, Mark was talking about his penis. What are you going to want from me? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I do like, so the, the despite its uh, overtness, I do like the plug without a socket uh, line. Sure. Because it also, yeah. you know, references that uh, The Girl You Want video, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not <laughs> sure which came first, but that... Uh, you know the the picture of the girl holding the kind of plug and socket thing, and then she, yeah. she uh, <laughs> right. Um, oh, totally. And there is the plug of the, the socket metaphor has a kind of like dual meaning with the like electronic nature of Devo and how they present themselves yeah. as robots as well as their they're they're robots. Equipment. They might mean it literally. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. That might be an actual rocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could we be. don't know where robot babies come from. <laughs> they shoot rockets at each other. Apparently. Right. And a baby robot is born. Um, now, I have a note here before we mm-hmm. before we get too into the content of the song. Well, no, let's get into the content first, and then I get to... Um, because we're already in there. All right. Um, the... Um, like it, it, it is kind of skirting that a little bit. Like it is, you know, it's overt without being kind of blue and and uh, crass. I feel like you know, as as mm-hmm. tired as you know, I got a rocket in my pocket, or I you know, like a plug without a socket might seem now. Like they're not like you know, ACDC. Mm-hmm. As, right, as much right. as I love ACDC, their their uh, ACDC is a lot more kind of overt. And and this is a little kind of, at least a little bit kind of coded in, like I said, you know, this kind of sci-fi feel a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. I feel and like the term rocket in my pocket is very, uh, you know, schoolyard kind of casual yeah. kind of, yeah, like, yeah, they're not this, inventing the wheel or anything. And this is from like the perspective of a kind of, of a dork, right? Not a, this isn't a braggadocious song. He's got a rocket in a pocket in his pocket and he doesn't know what to do. It's not ACDC knows what to do with that, you know? So, uh, so this is a, it's re, that's a refreshing take on it. I mean, as juvenile as that sounds, that sounds perfect for the perspective of the person that I'm envisioning, you know, saying this. So yeah. it should be kind of juvenile because this guy doesn't know what to do. That's the you know he's not a sophisticated Lothario or anything. You know, it, right. it does sound like, oh, a, yeah, like no. a teenager or something. Right? No, there's definitely like a frustration and anger to the song, which makes it not Jimmy Page and Robert Plant territory. Right? <laughs> it it's not a um, I am a god of the bedroom. It is ah, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> Which gives it a lot more sympathy and makes its overtness a lot more palpable to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's relatable in a way. It's like, you know. Now I don't know what you're talking about. Women love me. It might be relatable to you guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept trying to. There's a couple of lines in here that are like borderline, just kind of, you know, stalkery, creepy, that, of course, I tried to spin as completely wholesome and understandable. Uh, you know, uh,. Don't you know I've got a thing that looks for you? <laughs> and don't you know I got a place that waits for you, which just completely sounds like, you know, his basement in his mom's house or something. <laughs> That's true. Where no one's ever going to find her or something. But, you know, I'm trying to spin that as like, well, you know, the thing that looks for you, it's not like a creepy, like, stalkery thing. It's just like, you know, when, you've, when you're, you're head over heels for somebody, you know, you're at the mall and you, like, see them around every corner. And you're like, uh, you're just kind of, like, ch- you know, charged and, like, prepared to see them anywhere and stuff. And uh, the place that waits for you, I'm sure, is just his heart. Hmm. Aww. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's also the part where he says, I'm always thinking of you. That sounds a little obsessive, you know? So oh, the yeah. stalk, you could definitely read stalkery uh, behavior in that particular verse, yeah. Right. Yeah. But is it stalkery or is it just like overwhelmed with, you know, yeah. good old fashioned American wholesome lust? Well, right. in, the 80s, in the 80s, it was overwhelmed with uh, wholesome American lust, and now it's stalkery. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean that's really what we're go. talking about. It's the, the districts were redrawn. Yeah, holding a, <laughs> right. standing outside of, of a girl's house holding a radio over your head will now get you arrested, not uh, exactly, yeah, not get you the girl to f- go to London with you or whatever. Right, right. Say, say anything. 
He should have been arrested. That scene was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, no, quite frankly, I remember the movie in 1989, and while arrest wasn't the word, I was thinking, you know, if I did that, yeah. it wouldn't go well. Right. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, do your self a favor and never watch St. Elmo's Fire again, because oh, if you God. want to talk about <laughs> that movie gets really stalkery and tries to paint it as kind of romantic. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw St. Elmo's Fire not too long ago. The only thing I really remember about it was it was bad. And doesn't Emilio Estevez <laughs> work as, as a bartender or waiter at a bar at one point? Yeah, he's a waiter that then stalks a customer, right? <laughs> Like, oh, okay. all the way to a mountain retreat that she's at with her boyfriend or something. <laughs> ah, it's yes, that's really right. really creepy. That's well, so cute. And they're like, oh, you're so cute. You scamp. Get on out of here. You know, it's just, that's <laughs> like the love. attitude they have. Yeah. Lest we forget the graduate. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I can still listen to the St. Elmo's Fire soundtrack, though, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Just not that song. <laughs> And don't get it in my head. It's creeping into my head as we're Sorry. talking about this, and that's bothering. I can see the windows rise. Ah. Let's talk instead about those notes. I'm here to talk about Devo. So here's my note from this um, uh, live show, live performance Ooh. of Don't You Know. Um, <laughs> apparently, yeah. um, they didn't play it live until uh, 2009 when they went and played all of Freedom of Choice. Oh wow! Um, I saw that show. Yeah, so did so did we. Joe and I went yep. to together. Oh, very cool. Um, the the New York version of that. So, mm-hmm. in theory, I, I I can't find. It's hard to find. You know, confirmation of a negative. But um, there were no. You know, like the tour uh, for for freedom of choice. You know, is is document well documented, and it's not really on any of the. You know, it doesn't. It's not on Diva Live or anything from that era, and I can't find. Mm-hmm. Uh, any examples where they would have uh, played it. So, in theory, they've only played this song seven times. And <laughs> between between the, the hosts of ABC Diva, we've seen two of those. Uh, John, did you go to those shows? No. No. Didn't. Oh. No, that wasn't me trying to make you feel bad. I was just wondering if, well, if, you did. if we had more. <laughs> yeah. With, there are, I mean, I would imagine there are a lot of songs, though, that uh, got played less than the seven times uh, that they played Don't You Know. I mean, I, I just like there are a lot of like album filler tracks that I'm sure never really got concert play, playing uh, got played at concerts. That's right. my take. Hot take, Joe Mazel. But for this being from arguably their most, you know, wide-reaching album, um, yes, that mm-hmm. is somewhat unusual. It's, I will grant you. It's weird that it's you know it's like oh well you know, uh, and the fact that you know it came out in 1981 and then or 80. It came out in 80, and at that point, they basically had an hour worth of material from uh, Warner Brothers, except right. for the Freedom of Choice, making an hour and a half, right. which means they could have done all three albums in their entirety. Right. So basically, you know, for for close to 30 years, they didn't play it, and then we happened, you know, we saw them play it <laughs> in, in, you know, two out of the seven times that it was played. So <laughs> um, interesting, interesting to think of. Um, I don't have, I haven't been able to get my hands on, I know there are, I think, bootlegs of those around that, uh, um, I don't know, I, I sent an email to a guy who does a bootleg, uh, site, but, but has all kinds of stuff, including, you know, if we wanted to crack open the, um, kind of Pandora's box of, uh, 
of on the over on the Patreon feed. There's there's all kinds of other demos and stuff that we could be we could add to that and be talking about. But I think we we need to we need to stick with the officially released other stuff. Indeed. Um, so apparently, this is also one of the first Devo songs in which uh, Devo began use, to use rudimentary sequencing. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Anybody? Well, well, I mean, they had you know that. Um, uh, I'm, I'm now blanking on the name of it. You know that. Sorry, what is that thing called? The Fairlight. I feel bad. Not the Fairlight. No, this the is Fairlight. way before the Fairlight. The um, their arpeggiator the, or whatever. The, that toy, the Mego toy. Oh, right, right. oh yeah, yeah. The one oh, you were talking yeah. about last uh, last couple episodes. Um, sorry. Well, that would be we'll a rudimentary sequencer, but it's kind of like I don't want to sit, just say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I can't remember the name of that instrument. Yeah, it's cool, Daddyo. Anyway. <clears throat> So we don't know the title, except we know the title. Also, it's repeated quite often uh, due to the uh, distorted that they play throughout the song. Is that uh, what that is? Yeah, that's them saying the title. That's... God, I never knew that. Wait, I never picked what? up on that. Okay, you know in the song, it's like... Hmm. I thought really? it was just like... Have you guys yeah. listened to this song? Come on, let's many, get on the <laughs> many, many times. Yeah, it just sounds yes. like the guitar's going. Dunna, dunna. Yeah, I'm. You never heard I can like, think of one time where towards the end or maybe the middle it goes prep, prep, prep. Like after that, na 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 na. We're speaking English, but uh, I never. Now, granted, they do the, the riff of na 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 is there through the entirety of the song. Right. So I will admit I'm being vague, but yeah, roughly around the uh, minute mark. Um, you will have the. I let me just say this that it. I'm I'm appreciating that your imitation of this Devo song sounds kind of like your imitation of Hervé Villachez. I'm a very big Devo fan. Put me down, you big bully. Man with the golden gun, ladies and gentlemen. Show me so beautiful. Um. Yeah, no, I've never heard that before, and I'm going to go back and listen to it uh, after this. Um, maybe we could put up a poll or something. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's it's similar to uh, the way the BC Boys say intergalactic planetary. Hmm. So it would be with the uh, what do you call it? The vocoder, the voice, the vocoder voice box. Uh, yeah. Cause I don't know if that. I don't know necessarily if that's what Tivo was using, but yeah. Because they could have just been putting an effect on the voice in a different way, but yeah. But remember, they're um, robots. They could have just been, you know, turning off yeah, the human true. synthesizer, the human uh, mm. uh, impersonator. Right. That thing's called the <laughs> the Musen. Right. That's what it's called. God. Oh, I hate the human way. What's that? I uh, said so the human way. I was thinking that's because that's oh. what Devo plays. The human way. Mm. Okay. They pay to play that. <laughs> yes, it's a rental. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, don't you know? Uh, I think, I mean, this, to me, this is very, like, you know, as much as I said, I couldn't remember it. Uh, I mean, I couldn't remember what it was called, but I remember it, like, uh, you know, I don't know. Th- this is one of the standout second tier tracks on 
freedom of choice if that makes sense you know it's not your mm-hmm. freedom of choice not your title song it's not your whip it it's not your girl you want Gates you know steel yeah didn't get it didn't get a single so after the singles then the next kind of next batch to step up um i feel like this is, although the whole album is basically the next batch to step up <laughs> yeah um yeah but um but i like the song a lot um even despite its uh kind of kind of well-trod ground perhaps lyrically um they they it has enough little twists and turns in it and it's an interesting um you know i love that like every move i make every you know every big mistake like oh, yeah. i i love that mm-hmm. uh that guitar flub yeah um I, it, it it's a little like that doing something cutesy like that could derail the song and take away from it if it's like <laughs> like that you know there i can't think of specific examples right now but there are other songs where it's just like oh yeah the they do this cutesy thing and it just totally takes away from the song because then it's distracting or whatever. But it's just like yeah. it fits in enough and they leave, you know, room for it lyrically. Mm-hmm. If they had done it in 1990, you would have hated it. Maybe. Well, because they would have said like every step I take. Yo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I really like the song. How much where I can't. I'm trying to really scrambling to put a. a, a to quantify that, qualify that, qualify that, and quantify it. I'm trying to get, trying to process that into <laughs> into terms. If you're grading it, you're quantifying it. If you're making exceptions to it, you're qualifying it. Well, mm-hmm. well, I thought quantifying was counting it, kind of. And I'm giving it a yes. Grade, that's what so a grade is. Counting. Yeah, I'm counting how much <laughs> how much grade it gets, how great it is. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I want to go A minus. Strong grade. Yeah, I I like the song a lot. Like from from Freedom of Choice, even it it floats up there. Hmm. Anybody? Since you gave it an A minus, I have to go last. <laughs> I'm not falling into this trap again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm I'm going to be the guy who gets it off the list. Then I'm giving it a B plus. Um, I can't... The song's fine. The song's a solid song. Um, but Freedom of Choice has so many, like, amazing songs on it. Um, you know, amazing both in terms of Devo and just, like, really great tunes and really great kind of... Uh, how's the best way to say this? Like, kind of defining Devo tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, would I put this on... If somebody never heard Devo before... And I was put, you know, and I was making them a mixtape. Would Don't You Know be on there? Probably not. But Gates of Steel would be. The actual song, Freedom of Choice, the title song would be. Girl You Want would definitely be. Mm-hmm. Um, this would not, even Snowball might be. This oh, yeah. would, uh, well, we'll okay, let's that. save it now. Let's save it. <laughs> Sorry to get yeah, so, yeah. the entire album. <laughs> but it's a, it's a groovy tune. If another band did it, I'd probably like it a little bit more. Um, solid B plus for me. Um, I give it a solid B. To me, it's it's like kind of the quintessential B side song for Devo. It's great. It's very much the the tempo of it. The the rhythm section's amazing on this. Like the drums are. I don't know about you guys, but I listened to it in my car a lot this week, 
mm-hmm. and I would crank it up just a little extra, and like you could really feel those drums like right in the middle of your chest, you know, like that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. The mix of this album, the more I listen to this album, the more I think it might be perfectly mixed. Like everything mm-hmm. seems so perfect all the way through it. The drums, the bass line here, you get that little slide on the bass at the end, you know, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. It's really great. It's a great it's a rock song. It doesn't really stick to me the way other songs like an A level song would. Like it's, I, I can hear the rhythm of it and and uh, the guitar parts and everything, but I'm kind of like iffy about the lyrics, I guess, a little bit, but not so much so that I don't think it's a great song. It's just not A level for me, so I'm just going to go straight B. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm sort of pulled between. Uh, I, I, I wasn't going to get into the. I'm giving it a B plus. Uh, I'm. I, I kind of agree that it's. Uh, it's a good it grade. Sort and of you can dance to it. Huh? It's a good grade, and you can dance to it. That's right. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I do kind of feel like it's, um, like John said, a kind of quintessential other track on the album, but it's also really good. I like it a lot. Uh, it's kind of, kind of, there's a lot of, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. There's like a lot of eighties new wave, like early eighties new wave. It's got a very fifties kind of thing to it. it. You could, you could almost imagine it being redone as a fifties tune. By like I don't know Buddy Holly or something, and I kind of get that from this too. Like I could imagine this as a bunch yeah. of you know teeny boppers at the you know freshman hop dancing to this song. I'm picturing that like hiccupy kind of Buddy Holly singing with it too, and I, that works. I want to <laughs> yeah, hear that. Yeah. Now. I want it. Yeah, it's make not that happen. It's not entirely. Uh, it's not entirely different than not fade away. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. So I enjoy that part of it, that that aspect of it. Uh, you know, I like that it's you know about just being nuts, like unabashedly, embarrassingly nuts for a girl. Um, yeah, B plus. I'm happy. All right. All right. Well, okay. that's a B side. That's a B side. That's a yeah. Which I completely uh, understand that that's where it belongs, probably. But. Um... I'm, and I'm okay with liking it a little tiny bit more than you guys. My kind There's of no a shame in that. It's got good energy. Um, all right. Well, um, on that note, oh hey, here we go. The Spotify thing. Um, oh yeah. The uh, this song because it's a well-oiled machine tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, I ran it into the Spotify and said, "Hey, if I like this song, uh, give me a radio station. What's the next track that it plays?" And uh, and the next, next track up is uh, Fifty Two Girls by B Fifty Twos. Wow! So um, I think that's the first time B Fifty Twos have popped up there, even though they're yeah, um, you know, within that seminal similar... and contemporary. Yeah, yeah, it seems overdue. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about Fred Schneider a minute ago. Was that on the weekend or was that on this? I think it was, uh, might that, have been between episodes. I think we yeah, might have been, I think that might have been in the green room. <laughs> oh, well. Lost to the sands of time. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, that's Don't You Know. We kind of liked it. It's on the B side. Hey, if you like the B side, if you want to hear the B side, the A side, you want to hear the songs that we liked and the songs we liked but didn't love, um, go. Uh, it should be set up on Spotify now. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. That, uh, you can go. Uh, you can go find them. You can you can follow along. So when new winners get added, you'll uh, you'll know. And 
Also, we'll probably be talking about it on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, ABC Devo, and uh, Facebook, the ABC Devo Smart Patrol on uh, on the Facebook is an excellent place to go and uh, talk about this kind of a thing. And if you agree with us, you disagree with us, you want to, you have extra information, etc. Um, so yeah, check that out. And uh, we will see you here hopefully on Thursday. We're um, uh, oh, I, I, I should have kind of tied this all in to kind of wrap up and be like, well, all right, that's everything. So uh, enough said. Oh, that's I what, get it. That's the song that we're talking about on Thursday. <laughs> um, but I wasn't uh, didn't have enough foresight. So, um, wow. so yeah, that's it. We're done with the D's over here in Main Feedland. Wow. Um, so, congratulations, guys, and we'll see you on the E side um, on Thursday for an upset ABC Devo. Hooray! Hooray! Thanks, everybody. Bye.